Hello and welcome to the Disconnected Gamers Podcast, where we reconnect with life and gaming. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew, also known as J-Bond, with me. Did your mic cut out? No. Why? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, you mean because normally I would say as yeah, always? Yeah, with me as always. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Well, yeah, I mean, but there was that one time, so. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Sup, everybody. <laughs> 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 That's uh, your boy Mike. Um, so hi, so- hi everybody. It's episode sixty-nine, and you're probably wondering what happened to sixty-eight. So here's the deal. Today is Wednesday, May eighteenth. It's been like what two weeks, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, so we because we did the Pax East recap, <laughs> and then the following week we recorded an episode with a uh, person in the development industry. And the only way we can post the podcast is it has to be approved by their PR department. And because they may or may not have just released what could be Game of the Year, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, hint, hint, uh, Uh they are uh, not going to be able to approve the episode for a little bit. So it's been episode 68 has been shelved. However, it is a fantastic episode, and it'll be oh, so awesome bad. when you guys all get guys and I girls can't wait. all get to hear it. Uh, we just have to we just have to wait um, mm-hmm. until we can get the approval to post it. Because I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to, uh, you know, no. um, do that. So uh, it is Wednesday, May eighteenth, and hopefully I'll get this posted like today. But um, because we we are a little behind, but. Um, <laughs> I figure I'll start with just a little catch-up so that everybody can kind of understand what's going on. Uh, I'm in the process of working or not where I don't have. So, yeah, the the whole Apple fiasco still have no confirmation on whether or not I have the job. But I'm also in the midst of like several uh, fairly big projects on like a real life personal level and it's been making life a pain in the ass so if you're noticing that i haven't been posting as much stuff or you know managing the twitter very well it's because i'm trying to get a bunch of stuff done so uh that was that that was it so (laughs) life indeed happens people yeah um so like that's what like we've been missing episodes. I've just been yeah. get a ton of stuff done. But anyways, we're working on it. We may change <laughs> we may change the podcast schedule to once every other week, so it'll be two a month instead of one every weekend, just to make things a little bit easier. So there'll there'll be less content, but at least hopefully we can keep it on a on a consistent schedule right. and things like that. Moving on, today's topic is Uncharted Four. So, if you're list, if you're still listening and you have not beat the game, stop listening. Go beat it. Yeah, you should. Nope, I did. In the words of the <laughs> famous poet Michael Jackson, "Just beat it." <laughs> yes. Uh, um, because. We're going to talk about it, and I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to save spoilers, things like that. So, without further ado, here is Uncharted 4 spoiler talking, discussion, review things. All right, tell me me what you thought. That chapter 4, though. The whole game's amazing. I mean, obviously, I didn't beat it because I had too much stuff in the way. But what I do know... It's just like I almost cried during the first few chapters because of all that, like, I guess, a throwback. All just the nostalgia, in the, you mean? Yeah. Just like all the, you know, old treasures you get through. You're like, oh, that was the thing in that one part, in, you know, part three and part two and part one. And then, like, the Nerf gun sequence or whatever when you just oh, shoot when targets. You're the, yeah, like, when you're yeah. Up in, the, in the attic. Yeah. You get a trophy for that. I think so far that's my favorite part of the game, especially when you go downstairs and you kind of look around the the house, mm-hmm. and then you talk to uh, wow I forgot his wife's name already, Elena. Elena, 
How dare you? Uh, and he's like, oh yeah, your little, your little game thing. I can, I can beat your score. Yeah. Which I think is funny because it, it goes into Nolan North's portion where he, he's not a gamer. And so he'll, you know, he'll have, he said, uh, he'll have his son play, but he's like, oh yeah, your little game thing thingy. I can beat it, you know, beat your score. And you, right. he, he picks up the controller and you look at it. You're like, wait, 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 wait hold up. Is that what I think that is? Mm. And then the screen boots up, and you're like, oh, no. They when didn't. That, when that happened, I literally sat at the screen for, like, 30 seconds. My jaw just dropped. No, I didn't know <laughs> I was supposed to start. Pl- so, anyways, for for the for those of you listening, you, you could, unless you just chose to take spoilers, Crash Bandicoot is the little game thing. Yes. So it loads up, and it's Nathan holding a, a, an older DualShock controller. Control. And it's a PlayStation 1 with Crash Bandicoot. But it just turns to the camera of the yeah. TV and Crash Bandicoot is on and yeah. you play the game. You play when it. that yep. happened, I literally just sat there and was like, uh, oh, you thought it was a I thought it was, okay. I thought it was a cutscene. Yeah. I didn't realize that I was supposed to play the game. As soon as I'm like, Oh, you get to play it. Yeah. I was like sold. Yeah. So like, I didn't, um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> know that. So whatever I played it, I didn't beat her score. No, neither did I kept yeah. dying. I was like, cut the- no, let me retry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I I think the game was great. I there's they, like the more that I've the more that I I sit and let it soak in, mm-hmm. the more I kind of appreciate all of the things the game did. But but the the they're still yeah. I'm not like I'm sad. I'm satisfied with how the game went. I'm I'm happy with how it ended. But I mm-hmm. there's sometimes when I'm thinking in my head like why couldn't this have been done this way. Right. Right. Why couldn't There's this, a few things like, they could change. Why is the, like in like for an for an example, um, every uh, ever since The Last of Us, with these mm-hmm. stupid boxes that you got to go find it and push it off a ledge, drag the box to a thing, uh, and then oh, you can okay. traverse. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <clears throat> whole mechanic is completely useless when you add in the fact that he's got a rope that he can magically hook to basically anything. Exactly. Like that, you you cannot add in a level of traversal such as a grappling hook Mm -hmm. and then expect me to want to go find a box to go push up against a wall to climb it. Because if I can rope swing around like a cliff... Yeah, I can can't... I can grappling hook to a ledge and pull myself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was something that was kind of annoying from a yeah, gameplay that, mechanic. That's a gripe, yeah. It's definitely um, story gripe. wise, uh, I loved it. Story wise, I, I think the game was really good. I think right. in terms of characters, mm-hmm. I think. I and, and so here's my this I think this is my order of characters performance wise Ooh. or not performance wise but like just how they play <laughs> how, they, how their how role they was in the game right play so, out yeah Nate so mm-hmm. Nate or you know what actually no Elena Nate Sully Rafe mm-hmm. and then Sam and Nadine mm. as far as how they went like. Nate, like in all honesty, Laura Bailey did Nadine very well, but Nadine's right. character is so forgettable. Yeah, absolutely. I think she's a cliche character. Absolutely forgettable, and like it's super disappointing because everything we knew about Nadine up until the game came out was that she was this badass. She's mercenary. She's got her own right. army, and then she just she's not. She's like almost an afterthought. Yeah, she's kind of you know? there. Like she's, you know, she she because you see that one scene in um when we saw the demos before the game came out with the uh you know they're uh Sam and Nate are in the like room is doing that whatever ballroom thing or whatever. Yeah, the ball That's exactly okay. the ballroom scene, which is okay. is an auction basically. Yeah, you know, the auction yeah, yeah. when they're trying to get that cross, but. Like we saw that scene, and you're like, "Oh man, Nadine's you know she's kind of sexy. She's kind of working that that angle." But clearly, you don't you don't mess with her. 
No, you know, you you all. get this you get this understanding that she's kind of a badass, and you don't you don't you know you don't homie don't play. So right. uh, Nadine never been about playing no shit. But, but here's the thing: not once in the game does she ever lay down the law. Nope. Ever like she be she, she you get into fights with her twice and you kind of get the crap kicked out of you, but right. but that <clears throat> like she never takes anybody out like if like we, I can because I compare her to Lazarevich right, he's a mercenary, runs an army oh, yeah. and like big talker. Well, but uh, yeah, but Lazarevich was a big talker and a doer, right? Because he's There's like no oh oh Jeff Jeff oh you're hurt. Oh, well, Jeff's dead now. There we go. Problem yeah. solved. Um, Problem solved, yep. You know, Nadine's not... She doesn't seem to be uh, like that. No. And when you get to the end of the game, uh, that whole sequence between her, Rafe, and Nathan is a joke. Right? She just walks... She, yeah, she walks away. Done. She's like, no, I've seen what this does. I'm out. And I'm just yeah. like, no, that's not how that works. That's the other thing that would have been more amusing would have been like <laughs> typical like B horror horror movie, you know, where like she's like, I'm out. And then she goes to leave and hits a trap and then boom, she's wrecked. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> kind of epic. Like, because my like whole thing is, is scream off in the distance. Yeah. Like at that point, at that point in the game, she's got nothing. Yeah. She walks away with nothing. Nothing. After all we know about her is that she's a badass. She, you know, runs her own armies. She's well respected, but she's also attractive. But she's also like physically capable for fighting. But she never actually shoots really anybody. There's never yeah, any. There's never any like up close and up. personal laying down the law, with the exception of the fights that she gets in, like the like two cutscene fights you get into. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, speaking so, of that, what did you think of the whole choices thing during some of those? Uh, like you get to pick the dialogue choice. Did you think it was just kind of they shouldn't put that in? They should just let that cutscene thing, or uh, I thought or like it was, a Joel. I th- well, I think my like problem is, is I thought they did it. I thought that they the, well because it's it doesn't affect the game. Right. No. Yeah. The scenes, the the cutscenes will will be the same basically. It's just you'll get a different dialogue tree, um, but the end the end result of those situations is the same, right? Just like at the beginning of the game when you first meet Sam or first see Sam again, uh, you can tell him about your, you know, you can pick which game you want to tell him about first, right? El Dorado or Chintamani or or uh, Velocity of. Uh, whatever it was in uncharted 3 i should know this but nothing changes right this like the game's the game's story is the same so i like so on one hand i say that they're pointless because they don't change anything but on the other hand i understand that it's cool that uh, from the player's perspective they get to kind of choose how a cutscene may go right because he starts off talking about a certain thing but otherwise it doesn't ultimately really change anything and the same thing right. with with when it happens again with nadine right you just you get to be like a smart ass different wisecrack yeah yeah and it's like oh okay that was he could have just said that himself why that yeah like at least like at least you know <laughs> in in telltale games there's like you know nadine will remember that you know right, and yeah. it's like and then like at the end of the game that would have been cooler if that played into it or something but yeah because she would have actually shot him or something right you'd think that something you know? would have happened she remembered that, so you know she remembered what you said earlier. So no forgiveness, boom, shot him in the leg. Yeah, or, or like it, or like maybe the <laughs> next time you guys meet up, there isn't a fight because of what you said, or there is a fight. Um, so I think I think there has to be a reason they put them in, either because they're testing a theory with maybe a new project they want to do, or maybe some future DLC content is gonna have something like that. It just seems. It just seems odd to put in a choice system that we've seen in so many games, right? We've seen it in in every Telltale game. We've seen it in Life is Strange. You know, we've seen it kind of in Fallout 4, 
It's not quite yeah. the same, but it's Ish, just the choices. Yeah. The choices have consequences. You can attempt to persuade people, um, but you know, definitely Telltale Games and Life is Strange, where every decision you make has a consequence. Very crucial, yeah. So, it's weird when the decision you make doesn't really have consequence. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. you know, from that you know, that's it's that's more of a mechanic that's weird. Um, right. Another thing that I that I uh really thought was weird was every time you had to and this come goes back to the the boxes um because mm-hmm. of the rope right yep you know you boost her up and she, you know the ladder breaks and she's like oh i can't find anything for you to get up here and i'm like well i still see one rung left on the top 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 yeah, of that like ladder still... i can hook that mm-hmm. or or if she if i can jump up and catch her and she can one arm to pull me up <laughs> onto the ledge from a shorter yeah. distance, why can't she just drop a rope and right. I'll, and I'll climb up the rope? Yeah, or just hey, move out of the way and let me, you know, uh, throw the rope up there. Yeah, and so try to catch it. We'll so it. like that, and 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 I get it. That's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, they can't make everything be rope climbable. But right. at the same you time, know, it's like, more. you know. But then the rope is there as this thing that they can use to traverse these crazy things. That's a weird mechanic to have, but also at the same time, kind of almost not be useful in specific situations. Or yeah, it like, could be useful in specific situations, but, but you not. can't use it. Yeah. yeah. I thought that the um, the winch part, the winch scenes when you're in the Jeep, I thought that was awesome. I thought that was really well done. Where, like, you wrap the winch around it, and then you hook the winch on, and then you drive the platforms away by, like, backing up with the Jeep or whatever. Uh, that was super smart. Yeah. Um, and then... But, yeah. But to go back to Nadine, yeah. Un- unfortunately, I think Nadine's character just seems super forgettable. Yeah. Like... All that build up, and then yeah, and then she like, just oh. like I like I would have thought something bet- like something way more dynamic would have happened between her and Rafe. Mm-hmm. You um, think? However, <laughs> Rafe paying for a reason. Oh man, Rafe's Rafe's Warren Cole played Rafe so well, and it took me forever to figure out why I knew his voice. But I kept thinking, like, whatever, it's, you know, it's probably just one of the people who has done voices in the game before. And it was driving me nuts. So I finally was like, you know what, I'll just go to IMDb. Like, why not? It's probably there. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's the guy from Shades of Blue, the show with Ray Liotta and J-Lo. He's the FBI agent that's got a grudge against Ray Liotta's team. And he's basically leveraging J-Lo to help um turner so that she'll rat out the team basically so he can Mm. put them all in jail and like he's kind of got that kind of uh you know it's almost monotonous like he never really loses his temper but he's just kind of got this you know sort of (coughs) normalish kind of raspy voice but you Mm -hmm. can tell there's like a hint of i'm going to kill you if you screw with me (laughs) in the background yeah and I think I just think his performance on Rafe was fantastic. It was super fantastic, well done. Fantastic, yeah. Yeah. Like it very was, well done. Like Rafe Rafe is not I mean, I think Lazarovich is, is a really, really great enemy in the game. Mm-hmm. Um temperamental. But I think Rafe was a great villain as well. Like I think I think Rafe might be my favorite villain. Right. Because, like, Roman, eh, Navarro. Mm, yeah. You know? And then, like, Lazarevich, fantastic. Mm. I still I still hereby claim that Rafe is actually Jeff after facial reconstruction surgery. I mean, we never saw him die in Uncharted 2. We just saw him get shot. True. I mean, he could have crawled his way to a hospital, got patched right. up. Okay. I mean, hey, Nathan gets found by Tenzin, and he get, he was shot. You know, and he was even it's saying, true. oh, that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of my blood, right? I mean, come on. Right. I think Jeff is right. I think it's true. Hmm. Maybe. What are your thoughts on the fact that we now know Drake's actual last name? 
And it's basically pretty much all a lie. Basically. I don't know. Like, I feel like they do that a lot in specific situations and other narratives. Like, they'll, here's what you, here's what you knew about this character. But wait a minute. Here's what this character is actually like. Here's the real story. Right. Like, we wanted to give you a different sense of who this person is, but this is what they're really like. So you're just like, oh, I thought they were this, you know, changing adventure, whatever, danger, action guy. Right. And then you find out, you know, oh, it's not really who they are, because... I think it's in the first one. He he straight up said he was a uh, descendant or whatever of Nathan Drake. Uh, yeah, Nathan Sir, Drake, Fran- Sir Francis Drake. I'm sorry, he Drake, is Nathan he's, Drake. He's, yeah, but he's 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 not right. He's actually not, and you're like, oh, well, that sucks because I thought that was kind of cool. Right, it is. I mean, and that <laughs> and that's true. It's like you know, you've been play- We've been playing these three games for you know basically a decade under the assumption that Nathan Drake is really an heir to Sir Francis Drake along the storyline that, you know, he never had any heirs, but none that anyone knew about, you know, and that was always this kind of line of dialogue, you know, and he grew up in, in an orphanage basically. And we knew that from Uncharted three, but yeah, it is kind of weird that they were like, Oh, by the way, we, you know, this is his real name. He's got a mother, father, a brother, and and uh, here's all the information, almost kind Ooh. of all at once. I did yeah. like, I did, I mean, I do, I do enjoy the throwback scenes of him as a kid. Yeah, because I think it does help to shape who Nathan okay. is, especially right. when you compare How he who he was. Yeah, especially when you <clears throat> compare him to Sam, because clearly. You know, Nate is not or was not always who he was or who he is now, I should say. Like, he isn't the violent type. He doesn't like to – he clearly doesn't enjoy having to make, you know, hard decisions when it comes to uh, stealing Mm -hmm. from people, right? Because, like, he he questions how Sam got the motorcycle and Mm – you know, when he says, oh, we're going to go get mom's stuff back, and it's like, you mean steal mom's stuff back, and it's like, yeah. Nathan seems to have always been the person of, more or less, of reason. A better moral code, yeah. But, you know, in in his own right, he is still a, a thief, and he is still a treasure hunter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But... I mean, yeah, I guess, when you look at the bottom line, despite that he may not be who he claims he is... That's, you know, regardless, still who he is. That's still the reputation that he built throughout the whole, you know, past three games. Right. So even if, you know, he may not be the person he says he was, still you're like, you know, whatever, at this point, you know, I'll take it. Drake is Drake. Right. Regardless. Right. So it is, it is, yeah. You know, you accept it in the end, regardless of being, oh, okay, well, you know, now that I know, but still you know right i guess you move past it because that's you know right otherwise well, otherwise what are you gonna do not play the game um right yeah oh, i'm just done you know I yeah up. so i i think it was i think it was kind of a weird story arc to be like hey we're gonna put you guys in a cutscene where you're going mm-hmm. through this mansion full of stuff looking for your mom's stuff mm-hmm. and then you meet uh i think her name is is merle in the game, uh, or no, maybe that's the actual voice actor or voice actress. No, I think it's Merle. I thought it was Merle. Oh no, Evelyn. Oh, Evelyn. Okay. No way, well, Evelyn. You know, Evelyn slash nun. Old, uh, old people name. Young Samuel, young Nathan Drake. Weird. Unless Evelyn is the same. Evelyn and the nun are one of are two different voices played by the same person whose name is Merle. Um, mm. Anywho, 
So they're you know you're going through the mansion. You're like wow, looking at all this stuff, and then you're like yo, I think this is real, and then you find so here here like it's such a weird story arc, and I don't know maybe what they were going with it, but it just <laughs> seems weird to to basically drop a nuclear bomb's worth of knowledge on us the game players after right. all this time of here's this woman who knew your mom well and respected and admired her and tells you how she was a fantastic you know historian slash treasure hunter slash archaeologist type right right person yeah where you find out that 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 she is probably the main influencer in why Nate and Sam became what they are. Right. But the only thing you find out is that she got sick and died. Mm -hmm. You've no idea where your father is. Right. And on top of that, two seconds after you find out this huge thing about your mom, she, that woman that's telling you this dies. Yeah. It's okay. So it's like you get this bomb of knowledge about your mom. Mm -hmm. Some real, real hard truth about your mom that you didn't know, potentially. Mm -hmm. And which seems which seems really weird that they would have been old enough to remember things about like treasure hunting and speaking Latin and, and things like yeah. that. But think. not know that she worked for this woman. <clears throat> and then she's like, oh, I'll handle the police because she'd call the police for the two, you know, because they were intruders, yeah. whatever. Then realizes mm -hmm. they're the sons of their mom, of her admired friend. Her, Nathan and Sam's mom's name is Cassandra, Cassandra, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And then she just dies. <laughs> and, like, that was super, like, for me, that was super frustrating because I feel like that happens in like a, f a few movies that I've seen where like you see this person and you're like, oh my God. And then you mm -hmm. start to get this information and then it's like, bam, they're done. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, I just <laughs> lost the ability to get all that information. Right. And then seemingly the thing that, that I'm, I don't like that doesn't quite add up for me is the fact that they would now be responsible according to the police, for that woman's murder. Right. You which, means, which means the police have been looking for them for the last, like, 30 years. Yeah. Name so they So they change their names to Drake and go along with this. And that's, like, the whole thing, right? She dies, right. which is the catalyst for them being like, hey, let's change our name to Drake, you know? Mm. And it's Sam's idea. And... And then, like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's weird that they would have been doing all this stuff, and this whole time, technically, they've been wanted for the questioning yeah. and the death of that woman. And what happened to all that stuff? It seems unlikely that they wouldn't want to have gone back and trying to get more trying stuff. To... Yeah, you would think. You know, or just inf more information <laughs> from their mom, like maybe there was some more journals, right? You only get the one. You would think. So, I mean, I guess it also explains why they do the whole, oh, Drake doesn't want to talk about his past. He doesn't want to talk about his past. It's too, you know. But I guess in that vein, they make it seem more he doesn't want to talk about Sam, like what happened with him and Sam, rather than not his whole, you know, that situation right there happened with finding about his mother and all that. Yeah. It's so. also a bit of a stretch to believe that he never mentioned Sam at all. Yeah, Elena. Like, like when, it, like, because after the scene when they meet, and he's like, "Oh man, she... I gotta tell you about, I gotta tell her about you." And it's like, mm -hmm. how, how have you been with Elena mm -hmm. all this time and never once mentioned that you had a brother? Because they yeah. weren't. It's not like they were that young mm -hmm. during the whole. Uh, you know, first setup of the cutscenes, like there, Prison it doesn't seem like that normal. much time elapsed in between <laughs> them doing the search for Henry Avery's treasure. Mm -hmm. Sam quote fake dies. Yeah, and Which... then 
he meets or Elena Tom. and Uncharted One starts. Or in theory, Golden Abyss happens. Oh yeah, and then and then Uncharted uh, One, Two, and Three. Like timeline wise, yeah. it seems a bit weird. It's weird. That yeah. He just stops talking about his brother altogether. Yeah. Especially when well, he says I mean, that he tried to, and tried and tried and tried to find him, but every report said yeah. that he was dead. Dead, yeah. So he figured, oh, he's dead. And then uh, Rafe just drops him, you know, because he's frustrated with that. It's like, well, if you're not going to help me, then you know, screw you. I'll do it all on my own or right. whatever. Then, you know, he met, you know, got with the dean and all that nonsense. Yeah. It's, it's <clears> one <throat> of those things where, like, the, like, the more I, I keep thinking about it, the more stuff kind of tends to make no sense but i imagine like they have some outline that totally sets up the timeline like perfectly where you're just like oh okay fine yeah i'm sure they have some kind of plan like you said because they're supposed to be supposed to be single player dlc so right maybe there's uh, some kind of oh well you know we didn't let you do this part so here's kind of like a flashback of to make you know make some more of that story that you had questions about make a little bit more sense yeah you know, piece more of the stuff together. Which something that bothered me, actually, since you bring up Sam's quote-unquote death, the guy that broke him out, what kind of pissed me off is you find out, you don't find out he died. Like, not long, not too long after Hector he broke Alvarez, Sam out. yeah. Yeah. Like, I was hoping that would have been one of the other villains aside Rafe. Like, it would have been like Rafe, Hector, you know, both at the same goal, and then you see, you know, this giant war that Drake and Sam are all involved in. But no, you find out he dis- he dies. Right, but you you also have to remember that he's not even the one who broke him out of jail. True. Rafe, Rafe, part of it. Rafe broke him out of jail. Oh, Hector yeah. Alvarez was just a story that, that Sam made up to Nathan just because, uh, because okay. Sam wants to screw over Rafe. That's true, that's true, yeah. And I'm just like, man... Yeah, so you go true. you go all the way through this game. You play a literal game sequence mm-hmm. of Sam and Hector breaking out of prison. Yep. And it's not true at all. You find out that nope. it's completely fabricated. And that basically Sam's kind of just a jerk. He <sighs> decides he's going to screw over Rafe after Rafe gets him out of prison. True. And then... Yeah, that's true. That part. That's why Rafe really, really hates the two of them. Yeah. And then, of course, when <laughs> Rafe finds that out later in the game, because mm-hmm. Sam and Nate get cornered, he wants to he wants to kill Nate, which, I mean, I get, but at the same time, I would think you'd want to kill Sam. Yeah, because, you know. Because Sam's the one who screwed you. And Nate, yeah. and Nate had no clue, and then Rafe isn't even like, fine, Whatever, let's go. Yeah. You know? Just all, it all goes to Drake, Nathan, rather than, you know, the actual culprit. Right. And then the annoying, weird. the annoying thing is that at the end of the game, the whole sequence, right? You finally find Henry Avery's treasure. You find his ship. Mm-hmm. You're on the ship. Nadine turns on Rafe and fucking yeah. fails. Random. Yeah. Well, but Rafe turned on her. You know, he bought out her mercenaries. Yeah. Because she's like, yo, I have like no men. We've got a couple million in this box. Let's just go. Right? She's like, yo, let's just take some gold and leave. And he's like, no. And really, what it turns out is that Rafe is kind of just a big baby. True. See that? Like, he doesn't need the money. No. He never did. He doesn't. He inherited everything from his parents. He never yep. needed the money. So it was literally it was literally that he wanted to be able to say he accomplished something. He accomplished it, yeah. You know? And and so at the end you've got that the the cutscene where you're fighting with the swords. And and he's just sitting there and he's just like complaining about how Nathan and Sam have found all these things and I'm like in my head, it's really just Nathan because Sam was kinda absent was during kinda Uncharted gone, One, yeah. Two, and Three. Yeah. And, you know, my whole thing is, like, Rafe, you're the one who walked away from Nate. I thought Nate walked away from Rafe, and Rafe continued. Maybe that's what it was then. But either way, like... Yeah, that's what I thought it was. That's why he's pissed at Drake, because Drake gave up. On Henry Avery's treasure, right. And then he started looking at different stuff, but... The whole stuff with Sam, and yeah, yeah. Uh, So it's... It's weird. 
Yeah, it is. It really is. A especially, weird story. especially because clearly there's a time lapse. Mm-hmm. Because in Uncharted Three, you go back in time, and Nate meets Sully for the first time. Right. So you assume that those right. two have been friends for a long time. Yeah. And somewhere true. in between, yeah. somewhere in between those two, that that you know, those two things happening, Sam's already out of the picture. You have to assume hmm. that at that point in time, when Nate meets Sully in Uncharted Three, that yeah. Sam's already out of the picture. Right. But at the same time, when you play Golden Abyss, Sully does show up at the end of the game, so you know that Victor and Sully have still been friends. Mm-hmm. But when you play Uncharted Four, mm-hmm. Rafe doesn't apparently come into the picture until I guess. In between Golden Abyss Golden and Uncharted Abyss and One, Uncharted One, yeah. But Sully's never really been. Sully was also kind of, sort of, not a part of that. But Rafe knows who he is, and Nadine and Sully have had. Yeah, they know each other. They have a past. Yeah, but like they've clearly huh. had some sort of interaction. But like in the timeline of where these things happen, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of drawn a blank. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Hmm. Because, wow. like, there's not that much time between all of no. these events happening. Yeah, no, 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 the, yeah. the only thing that's really, the only one timeline that we can assume had a big gap was between three and four. Yeah. Which, which think... in theory, all of those things would have already been established. Right. Because I think someone says, it's oh, yeah, it's been a few years since we did whatever in Uncharted 3. Right. It's only been, you know, so long since we did all that. Like I, th- I thought Sully makes reference to it at the auction. I thought, or something, maybe. I think I think it happens more than once. <laughs> it's like a they... small. It's like a small, quick reference. Yeah, joke or something like that. Sullivan makes. So but yeah, I don't um... know. Maybe there's. I don't know. Maybe they have an art book out. Some that's going to come out, and they're like, "Oh, here's some more backstory." Right. Well, there's this, where know. there is the art of Uncharted book. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's something in that. Um, so. End of the story, right? They're on Henry Avery's ship. Mm-hmm. You're fighting Rafe. That's your final battle. That battle, awesome. Really good. That was a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, I enjoyed it. Because you're basically just having a sword fight, and you have to, like, beat Rafe and then save Sam. Save Sam, yeah. And so you save Sam, and then everything's blowing up because, of course, the thing is rigged to go. To go, yeah. It's Henry Avery, everything you've been doing goddamn booby traps the whole damn time. <laughs> Stupid zombie or exploding mummies. Uh, <laughs> that part sucked. But I, st- I still was under the impression that someone was going to die. You would have thought, yeah. You know? And because, you know, Neil Druckmann said, you know, the way the game ends, it's going to be very hard for us to continue. Nate's story right mm-hmm. and in my head I'm just thinking because somebody died and he's so hurt by that he doesn't want to continue, continue. Yeah. and instead you know when they're swimming and the rocks the rock wall formation is like closing like the one exit they have mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh man they get one of them gets trapped which was, which was what I which was what I had originally said before because it reminded me of that National Treasure movie with uh, Nick Cage, where yeah. the guy, like the guy who would basically would be Rafe's character, is kind of a jerk and he like saves everybody else by like holding a door open or something, but like then he can't get out, and so he Sacrifice stays. Himself, yeah, so he sacrifices. So I was under the impression that that happened in the game. Sam, you know, yeah, and Sam, Sam or sacrifice. Nate or whatever, right. And, imagine, imagine that like, and they would have just let somebody you know. die, right, for as yeah. a sacrifice, and yeah, like one of the major characters or something. And so that doesn't happen. They just swim away. They escape, and they go home. Mm-hmm. And you, you play the epilogue where you're playing as this young blonde girl who looks a lot like Elena. <laughs> and then, of course, she plays Crash Bandicoot, <laughs> which now. I'm thinking, yo, you're playing a goddamn antique. Yep. Because now we're talking so many years down the line. Because I don't, th- I think at that point it's in the future of current day. Like I think it's beyond twenty, you know, twenty sixteen. Yeah. That PS One's pretty old. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I get it though. It's nostalgia. It's like, oh, here's something. Right. Well, the... but even that whole epilogue, right? All the nostalgia. Like, if you go around Cassie's room, which is her name is Cassie because of the mother, Cassandra. Mother. Right. Yeah. But um, like, there's like a Last of Us poster on the wall that's like partially covered up. Hmm. You know, from the comics. The uh, right. There's a book that's on her shelf that's by Faith Aaron Hicks, who did the comic books, the American Dreams nice. ones. Um. You know, you go through the house, and if you go into the closet, like, if you go into the closets on the two times that you can go, th- like, at the beginning scene when you go through the house, and the, the second scene, epilogue, rather, with uh, Cassie, you can see, like, you go through the closet, you see the orange jacket that Elena wears in wow. Uncharted 3, you see, mm-hmm. you know, Tenzin's jacket in the attic, and you mm-hmm. see, oh, like... It's uh, so it's super heavy in nostalgia, almost to the point where I was like, "Yeah, I get it," <laughs> but it was still cool to see it. Yeah, like the attic is a bit. The attic scene is a bit of a of a kind of like overwhelming sensory overload, like perception thing, where it's just like you're seeing everything from all of the games that we've played already, and it's like it's all the. It's all the few things that Nate managed to hang on to from his travels. But yet, clearly, something's different because he keeps this all up in the attic. And this is like his little hideaway. Yeah. Then you, go, hideaway. then you go into the next cutscene or one or two cutscenes later when you're like in the ocean and you're like, oh man, we're looking for some secret treasure underwater. And it's like, mm. no, just kidding. This is Nate's day job. He works at an industrial marine and he marine thing and he picks up salvage that falls into the water. Yep. His legit day yeah. job. <coughs> and it's like turns out Nathan Drake has gone legit. Mm-hmm. You know? And it makes sense only because as we've learned from Uncharted One, Two, and Three you know, that was always the driving thing. That was always the thing that drove him and Elena apart, right? They met because mm-hmm. of treasure hunting, and then, like, they're married, but then they're not married. And Uncharted 3, it's kind of like, you know, she's she's tired <sighs> of being lied to. But then he's like, no, 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 yeah. babe, I got you. I got you. Yeah, got you, girl. I may, I may have lost my sick Parvis Magna ring. But. But. But I got this ring. Because Sully mm-hmm. gave it to me. Because... He's a smart man. <laughs> and then, like, you know, boom. He's like, yo, I ain't going to do this. I ain't going to do no treasure hunting no more. I'm done. Yep. I ain't about that Me life. Too. About that life no more. But then Elena in Uncharted 4 is like, no, you are so about that life. You want to find a treasure? Let's find a treasure. We'll find him right? the Avi's lost ship. It's who we are. It's what we do. Man, though, oh, the the two most tense times in the game are the scenes. She like almost beats him. She like almost that's, legit. Those, like, are, okay, those, those are the two scenes that I was about to talk okay. about. Yeah, the scene where she she's in the hotel room when they go in, yep. and she realizes that he's been lying to her. Mm-hmm. And the other scene when they're going up the uh, wooden elevator with the jeep. <clears throat> And like she's, he's like, it's just kind of like a longer cutscene where they're talking to each other, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, about that time you said you almost didn't come back. Why did you, right?" And then she basically is just like, "Because till death do us part," you know, because she does love him, right? Bitch, I love you. And, and it's like, you know, she. Even even when you think about, like, the beginning of the game, right? She's telling him to go take this Malaysia job. And, of yeah. course, he's like, yeah, but they don't have permits. And it's kind of oh, like, yeah, because yeah. that's never stopped you before. Yeah, I'm sure you that's, know? you know. And then, of course, he's he doesn't. He, you know, seemingly meets his brother. Doesn't he? And that's the thing, right? Because you, you hear the whole story and he's like, oh, I got to go tell you. You're coming to my place for dinner. That apparently never mm-hmm. happens because she has no idea who he is at right? that scene when she's in the hotel room. Oh, Drake. Drake, Drake. So, but yeah, that like that part, like my heart t- 
twisted a little bit, and I was like, no, you cannot lose her again. Right? You, like, you, you do not... You can, How many chances can you take on this, Nate? Yeah. You got... You've got Elena Fisher. Mm-hmm. You know? You cannot... You cannot... You cannot spit in the face of opportunity like that. Right? So... You don't do that. You don't do that to a woman like Elena. Chloe, maybe. Mm. Nah. Mm. She's like a hit it and quit it. Yeah. She's totally... <laughs> she's totally a high school fling, but Elena's... Elena's bad. She's the... Yeah. She's the... She's the... I guess... The Great White Buffalo. Great White Buffalo. Great, great White Buffalo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. I don't understand why Drake would just be, no, 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 I'm legit now, I'm legit now. And then all of a sudden be like, you know what? My brother shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm just not- I thought he was dead. And I'm yeah. not going to tell you. I'm going to lie about taking a job. Oh, it just seems weird, though. It just seems weird that investigative reporter Elena Fisher never knows yeah didn't right know off that the bat he never <laughs> actually went to Malaysia yeah like especially when like a big part of the game later on is the fact that Rafe is tracking your phones because of the GPS <laughs> right and it's like so why didn't Elena just track his phone also the fucking Sony Xperia phones <laughs> uh, there you go like go. I'm I'm not against product placement in no, anything, because no, 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 yeah. I get it, but, but like Sony, you're on. making this game, and yet you choose to, you you choose to make like such a giant, obnoxious placement yeah. of your friggin' phones. Come on, come like, on now. First off, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna tell you straight, I'm not buying yeah. an Xperia phone because it was in Uncharted Four, and I'm God. certainly not buying it now because you forced it into the game. Mm-hmm. Nope. Thanks. So way to go. You lost. You lost some consumer. Like my thing is like, what were they like? Were they like, hey, we need we need to get some capital in to help finish this game. What should we do right. for product placement? And then like, some guy in the background is like, why don't we reach out to Sony about Xperia phones? And then you know Neil <laughs> Druckmann's like, John, God. you just saved this damn game. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like why 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 would you do this? Yeah. Like I would have I would have much rather they do they do like a product placement with Jeep and have real Jeep Wranglers and yeah, then right. and then like the Call of Duty Elite Jeep that they sold have an uncharted Jeep edition. Jeep, yeah. And like but Jeep. actually actually cross promote that <laughs> and make a real Nathan Drake edition Jeep. Which would be pretty freaking Cuz I would I would buy the shit out That'd of that be thing. Pretty freaking sweet, yeah. Put the winch on it. You mm-hmm. have the cool doors. You know, have like you know Nate NDI sewn into the seats, like Nathan Drake Industries. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because he used to be on his holster, but it's not on his holster in this game. But, mm. um, like in 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 weirdly enough, like I thought his holster was super bland, like super <coughs> low key in this game. Whereas like before, it was always kind of a little more showy. Uncharted Two being the most showy. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. But, but all, I mean, again, I don't, I don't want anyone listening to think that I did not like the game. I loved no, the game. No, no, I no, thought no. the story was fantastic. There's just the more like I start thinking about like why they made the decisions they made, and and ultimately, I'll you know, it's not like I'm gonna know. It's not like Neil Druckmann's gonna sit down with me and be like, let's talk about it, yes. Andrew. Let me tell you why we made the decisions we made, right? Um, it's just kind of like story-wise, I'm a little conflicted because some things in my head don't add up, and maybe it's because I just don't remember the other games as well. But it just seems timeline-wise really hard to grasp that there's, that yeah, Sam never shows up at all. Mm-hmm. You know, Until like, like that. Nate, like mm-hmm. Nate has legitimately blacked his in, entire existence out of his head. Well. You have to remember, there's that file you go to pick up, and he he opens it, and he's like, nope, 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 and puts it back away and closes the box. So it's Drake himself just wanting to, like you said, shut it out. He wants to shut it out, you know. Mm. But, you know, of course, we find out anyways, regardless. Right. But from the character's pr- perspective, 
he doesn't want to tell the story. But of yeah. course, they have to, you know, right. in some form. So it makes sense. But yeah, I but I I mean, I also just mean timeline wise. Oh, like yeah, yeah. how how close how like, like when you think where of does like Sam fit in. Not well, any of this. yeah, where does, like, Sam and Sully's pass intertwine, right? Because, like, when oh, you think of, like, the beginning... And... Well, when you think of, like, all the sequences you've played across all the games, right? Like, Uncharted 3, the Nathan Drake scenes when he is a kid, he's not that much... He doesn't appear to be that much older yeah. than he <clears throat> would have been in Uncharted 4's throwback scenes oh, as a kid. Yeah, the intro... And then oh. now all of a sudden I'm playing Golden Abyss where I'm probably in my 20s. And I still know mm. Sully, obviously. And then yeah. you jump into Uncharted 1. And, and somewhere between Golden Abyss and 1 is where Sam somehow comes back into his life. Is never mentioned in any of those things and doesn't, as far as I recall, wow. come up in Golden yeah. Abyss. And then... Rafe and Sam have something, you know, obviously the something that happens is the Mexican or whatever prison thing where yeah. Sam basically dies. And then we just jump right into Uncharted 1 with Sam and Sully and mm. – or with, yeah. Nate, with Nate and Sully and, and somehow Sam just, is a complete afterthought. Right. Just magically forgotten. And and, and – during this time, I'm to assume that Rafe is off still looking for Henry Avey's treasure, which treasure. in and of itself is such a weird concept that he's spending all he's this been... money that he already has to find treasure. Long last time, then. Yeah, Rafe's been doing this basically his whole life. Jeez. His whole adult life. Yet That's... he's yet he clearly looks younger than the uh, two of them. Yeah, like he's clearly younger than Nate. At least I get the feeling that he's much younger than Nate. I assume so, yeah, because or he's got a, I don't know, good doctor or something. Well, or it's the money keeping him. Or in. that. Or like I said, he's really just Jeff. Facial mm-hmm. reconstruction surgery, man. He's got the yeah, money. He's got the open, money. But how did Jeff pod. get the money? How did Jeff get the money? He stole some stuff while he was. Uh. He stole some treasures, you know. Then he Built killed Rafe, and then he came across Rafe in his troubles. Then he kills Rafe, puts his face on his, and then assumes Rafe's identity. And then, like, Uncharted 4, right? That's why he's so pissed at Nate, you know, because Nate didn't save his ass. Nate let Lazarvich shoot him in the chest. It's true. And then, boom, that now you've true. got your grudge, and there you go. And then now this is, there you go. Naughty Dog, get at us. Uncharted 5. A camera's tale. <laughs> I don't know. The electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uncharted 5. The photographer. Trick. The, the trick. The What is it? The the, uh, the hint in the photo. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, know. obviously there's probably the cam- going to be a... No, it'll be Uncharted 5. The cameraman's shot. It just starts with Nate getting sniped on the beach. Oh. And then you play Darn. you play the whole game trying to figure out who shot Nate as Sully and Elena. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, but Sully's in, like, a walker, so Elena's doing most of the work. Most of the work. Sam's gone off doing whatever. Yeah, Sam's in a re- Sully's in a retirement home, and Elena just walks in. Turns into a Star Wars thing. They gotta go find Sam. And- yeah, they gotta go find Sam. <laughs> He's the Luke Skywalker <laughs> of the series. Like, we gotta go find Sam so you can help us find... Cassie, Cassie goes to find Sam. Yeah. She's holding his gun. She... She's like, Sam. <laughs> There's um, a hand that we can't get that. Where yeah, is it? where's the hand? Um, <laughs> yes, I oh, mean, but, I, but ultimately, I think, I think it was a fantastic way to end the series, right? Um, right. I'm, glad that, I'm glad that nobody died. I'm glad that, right. none, or at least none of the main characters died, right? Like, yeah. we still don't, yeah. like, in theory, you never really know for sure if Nadine really escapes, right? You know that she had that boat with the sure. money, so she obviously mm-hmm. took it and left, I guess. And then, right. and then never saw Elena and Sully waiting for Sam and Nate on her That's way true. out. 
Um, you know, and Sam manages to slip a bunch of coins in his pocket, which is, you know, how the funding of all that whole thing, which then puts Elena and Nate back on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And, you know, then they have a kid, <laughs> and the kid discovers all the stuff, and then you're plits nostalgia part three, and... And, like, it's just, it's really nice that that's, you know, and clearly Sam and Sully have their own adventures, right? Because yeah. they were in the, the letter, and they're like, oh, hey, let's go do this job or whatever. So, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not Sam and Sully are officially retired at that point in time, it seems no. like Sam and Sully keep on the slightly less straight and narrow, and Elena and Nate, you know, they, go back. Every, they just go legit. Go back to everyday life, yeah. Well, but they're still doing treasure hunting just legitimately. You know, they're getting right, the yeah, permits, yeah. they've got yeah, the company. Permits and all that, yeah. Uh, so, I, you know, it's, it, but it was, I think it was a really fantastic way to close out the series. I think it was a great story. Great. I think it was a lot of fun doing all mm-hmm. of the searching and just how all of the different, um, you know, pirates were doing these tests and then, you know, of course, nothing, no utopian societies can ever really exist. So anybody just out there listening, please stop trying. It doesn't work. Yeah. Even amongst fire, do even amongst thieves. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that like, that was just like, I love the, I love all of the, the stories behind all the different pirates and all that stuff. Like it was just, it's always super right. well done. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I think it was a, I think it was a great send off. I, I, when I finished the game, I really was kind of sad because I'm like, this is probably the last time I get to play as Nathan Drake. That was my thought. Yeah, it was my thoughts exactly. It's like, well, great. Uh, but what happens after? Like, what do you do after? Right. Because if so. clearly some Naughty Dog has said, hey, maybe we're not going to finish it or you know, start a new one, but someone else can. You know. They said that they're just done, but you know they never said anyone else couldn't make an Uncharted game, <clears throat> right? And and that's... so if they do a send off, then you know what go? Where does this other dev go from there? Right, would be my question. Yeah, I mean, and and and, and is that even something they're going to want to do? I mean, when you think about all this time, they never they've had all you know ample opportunities to pass off other IPs that they have that they're just not working on and. And, you know, didn't, I guess. I don't know. It's a little weird. It seems like, you know, obviously Bend is a very capable studio. They did Golden Abyss, you know, and Golden Abyss, I think, was a really good game. A lot of people didn't like it, but. Uncharted Tech Demo, to call it. Yeah. Um, You know, the difference difference there is that, you know, we know that Bend is working on something for the PlayStation 4, and it's most likely Mm -hmm. not Uncharted, so. No. The likelihood that they'd be jumping into a new Uncharted game would be slim, right? Oh, um, super slim. So I, I, sorry. Um, I wonder what is next for Naughty Dog, gonna... and and of course because I... because we know that they are the masters of putting a hidden Easter egg in their games about the next mm-hmm. game that they make. There's something Apparently in Apparently Unch- they did. Yeah, I'm sure they did. So there's something yeah. in Uncharted 4 that we saw. And didn't think too and much didn't of. didn't think too much of. And it yeah. is potentially it's what the end. next thing that they're yeah. working on. I mean, my assumption is that it, it has to be The Last of Us 2 because it just seems like... That's what everyone keeps saying. There's like subtle hints. Yeah, there's, a few, there's a few Last of Us moments in yeah. the game. So... And like in the background, everywhere. If you pay attention to everything, you, yeah. you'll see a whole bunch of subtle hints. So I wonder, I wonder what's next. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I in terms and I, of new IP or just Uh no, just like the Last or of just, Us two or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, my assumption is it has to be the Last of Us two. It just seems crazy not to be. Right. Yeah. Because like you could do so much with that story, anyways. You know, maybe not mm-hmm. necessarily like Joel and Ellie, but you could. There's so many different avenues. You know, which is why I wonder what's going to happen with Uncharted because, in theory, they could go, they could do something between Sam and Sully, and it would be a side game. It's probably not going to be on the Vita, but they could do something, or they could even go and Cassie could grow up and and go down the same line, right? 
you know, the only problem with that is then I think you start to do that thing where you're just pulling on a string. Yeah. And you're just, and it's like, just like, it's really? just like, we could stop doing that. You know, we can, yeah, we, like, we don't, don't have don't, to go down that path. I don't want to um, play a trilogy with Drake, Drake's daughter, which is, there's, no, there's nothing wrong with having, right. A it could be an awesome game, but it's what one of those things where do? like, you know, yeah. Mario 15, Land Before <clears throat> Time, like all the stuff, like the more you keep going down that path, like, is it better to just have it end the way it ended and, and close it out? I don't know. I'm not the one behind the game. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. but, uh, I mean, I think we covered a lot of ground. Much. So my shout out is to Warren Cole, who is the voice of Rafe. That's my shout out. Very nice. So I also want to shout out Amy Hennig because she's amazing, and oh, without her, we wouldn't have Uncharted. Super so, amazing. Um, that's that. Do you have any shout outs? Uh, Nolan North. Fair enough. Fair it enough. Is... Fair enough. No. He is Nathan Drake. He is Nathan Drake. Yeah. And Richard McGonagall. And Victor Goddamn <laughs> Sullivan. And Emily Rose. I mean, the whole team. Laura course, Bailey. Yeah. You know. Robin Atkin Downs. He's been. He was Navarro. He was Hector Al- uh, Alcazar. I mean. <sighs> Troy Baker. Troy yeah. All of them. Neil, Neil. Josh. The Cher, whole team. Man, Everyone Cher. involved. Yeah, it's Sam Tom. Big shout out to Sam Thompson, Victor Harris. Um, the, you know, uh, all the guys that worked on the game. You know, all the guys that worked on the multiplayer. I've been playing multiplayer a lot, but I could go on and on and on. Everybody in Naughty Dog, everybody that had a hand in shaping Nathan Drake's story across all platforms, across all games. Thank you. Yes, very with, much. With that. It has been episode 69 of the Disconnected Gamers podcast. We will hopefully be back in the soon-ish, depending on scheduling and how we plan the two-week thing. But uh, you can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash dgcasttv, or follow us on Twitter at the dgcast and keep tabs on us. And with that, we will catch you on the flip.